It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Looks like a bit of a longer podcast today, so maybe we should launch right into it. Got some housekeeping in the middle. Fire one up to go. For sure. We're going to... We got, we're going to make something sexy. We've got Don Cherry making an appearance today. We're going to talk about what Shauna's mom is up to these days. Something gross that happened to um, a, a a condo owner or a condo resident here in Calgary. Nasty. Very, very nasty. Uh, we got a conspiracy from a friend of the show. Such a nasty woman. Why we smile in photos. Something that's uh, bugging the hell out of me lately. I was subtly insulted by my mom <laughs> just recently. It's my mom's birthday today, too. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh, first, you're out of contact clip of the show. Willies! Willies, chicklet! <laughs> Go on here. Are you like this? That's way better than yours. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A commercial came on yesterday for what's called the Bum Run. And it's a run coming to Calgary that I guess benefits colon cancer. Uh, however, the commercial... Funny name. It is, it's a great <laughs> name. And the commercial's just a bunch of video shots of people's dragon wagons and then they're just singing bum 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 to the tune of the can can just have a little listen here wait for it okay so funny concept you know but they're just saying bum over and over and again and i was like pecker this is our wheelhouse right yeah here. we could do a little better like, we can do way better you got a great start yeah they have a great start great for concept a good cause everything's great they need us to insert some more creative terms for bum, though, than just repeating bum over and over again. Well, you've come to the right place, neighbor. You sure have. <laughs> if we have anything, it's those. We sure <laughs> Our thesaurus is getting very <laughs> extensive. Um, so I have this instrumental, the can-can, and I thought okay. maybe we could try our best to redo it. I'm ready. Okay, do you want to <laughs> give it a go? Sure, I'll go first. Here we go. Dumper, foofer, clapper, pipe, clogger, chopper, sizzler, chair, slapper, stinker, diaper. That's a big old corn recycler. <laughs> like that? Is that, that what we're perfect. looking for? That's exactly okay. what we... Okay. Here. Just bums. Bum, blimp, twist, thunder, can, ham, squirrel, and quiz, no fart, fan, cauldron, sham, my wind, bean, turtle, smuggler, squishy, door, jam. <laughs> I think... You think we should send that off? We should maybe submit that to the bum run. We should. We're offering this up for your use. We've got something for you. (laughs) We we made this. We made made this this for you. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My mom and I chat on FaceTime a lot because she lives in Saskatoon. Yeah. And uh, we we know each other pretty well to the point that, like, if one of us is, you know, tired or not really feeling a chat, like, the other one could pick up on it and isn't, like, offended if we have to cut the conversation short, you know? Yeah. You don't feel an obligation to stay on the phone. No. If you're not feeling, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, she's quiet tonight or I'm quiet tonight. And, yes. um, but she, she said to me yesterday, she's like, you look tired. She's like, you look like Kim Kardashian's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Who, if, if you keep Pete up on Davidson. that sort of thing. Yes. Pete Davidson. That's pretty like, funny. Oh, I don't know if I should be insulted by that because I don't know if people like want to look like Pete Davidson. I mean, to be fair, but, he's... He's a, he's dating some very attractive. I know, right? Like it's kind of the joke with him now. We're not a joke, but everybody is always talking about how he. He's had a string of like some of the most, most beautiful, famous women in the world. Yes. So. As his lovers. I mean, I take that as a compliment. Like, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I like, always hate the. Yeah, every time you look tired, people say that. I'm like, thanks. 
Like cool. that's never a good thing. <laughs> I am. You know, you, that's you might as well just come out and say I look like crap, right? Like if you're saying it's the same thing, really. Like nobody's like, oh damn, you look tired today. Oh look right? at you. Oh so tired. Check out Mr. Sleepyhead over here. Where'd you get that tired look from? That's good. Loving like, those dark circles under your eyes. Oh, that is so hot. Can I? Can I use your makeup tips? Like honestly, so you look like Pete Davidson. Yeah, just, oh, again though, maybe that's the that's the style, right? Maybe tired chic. Yes. VNS <laughs> in twenty minutes or less. A friend tweeted recently that she feels you should be able to test drive a vacuum before you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I read that and I was just having this discussion with some friends about this recently, about how there are certain things that you definitely should be able to try before you buy that you, you really can't. Mm-hmm. One of the big ones is snowboards for me. Because a snowboard is a fairly expensive investment. Like the last one I bought was between 800 and and $1,000. And you don't really get the chance to try it before you buy it. You just kind of trust what people have said about it. You read up on it and you try and do as much research as you can and then you go for it and like, here it is, but you don't get to test drive it beforehand. There are sometimes demos that, you know, happen at Hills and stuff, but it's always very limited. Only a couple companies join in and then you, for the most part, can't give it a go. And it is something that's very much about feel. Yeah. Right? You can't just look at a snowboard and know how it's going to feel when you get on it. I actually invested in a snowboard that I hated. And I was like, well, that's $700 out the window. <laughs> and it was too, it was unfortunate, but there's nothing you can really do about it. So that's one that I thought. Like, I was like, that's something that we need to be able to test drive. Another one is bikes. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Some of those bikes are tens of thousands of dollars. And you're telling me that you can't test ride that bike before you buy it? You'd think that that's something you'd want to be able to try out. That's a massive investment. It sure is. Yeah. I was thinking, like, for me, it'd be like drums too, right? Yes. You- Cause, I mean, you can you can go in and you can bang around a bit, but you can't really play it. Mm, interesting. You can't, it's just so freaking loud. You're not gonna yeah really lay into a kid in the store like that. That's true. But you just you have to buy it based. I mean, for some of these things, you can go by reviews. Yes. But it's not the same as actually. Well, and that's again what I do with snowboards, but that's not the same no. as trying it yourself. That I. The one that I hated. All the reviews were great on it. I tried it. I hated it. I was like, okay, well, that's just yeah. it's just not my style. You yeah. know? Another one, houses. You should <laughs> no be kidding. able to test ride a house before you take that thing, okay? Like, there should be some sort of test driving of the house because that is a massive investment. I completely agree. And I've talked recently on the show about how in this market right now, you have very little time to decide if you want a house or not. Yeah. You go in, you look around, you're like, does this look good? Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll spend the most money I've ever spent in my life on something. It's awful. Based on my first impression of this place. Like, my parents, as we've talked about, have they just sold their house and they had to, the person who bought it had to do it without conditions. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It, it was just like, oh, it's well, insane. those people are, no, uh, no conditions. It's just like, man. What? There, there are people from like out of province who are buying houses here right now without seeing them. Okay, see, no. Just be like, this is what I want. Get close to it and I'll buy it. I need to be able to, I, I want to sleep in the bed, all right? And I want to wake up in the morning in that house and walk around a bit and see if I like the vibe or not. Okay? That you, should be a thing. You want to know if there's ghosts in there or not, really. <laughs> That's it. You, a literal skeleton yeah. in the closet. Like, I want to check that out before I invest all of my life savings into this. Yes. So the first night you sleep there, you're not. You're like, well, there's ghosts. Yep. Yeah. It's Somebody ghosts. was murdered in here. Oh. Great. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I have to lodge an informal complaint if I could. Okay. And it's with these uh, DIY accounts on TikTok and Pinterest. 
they are becoming the bane of my existence, Shauna. Okay. Because we are uh, we're beginning some some renovations at our new place on Friday, and we're hoping to to finish up in in two weeks and move in two weeks later. So it's a very tight window that we have to get quite a few things done in the house. And yep. I'm expecting there will be things that go wrong. There are yep. always things that come up when you're doing projects like this. But if everything goes smoothly, I think we can finish in this two-week window or finish all the big stuff. Well, McKenna keeps seeing these ideas on TikTok and Pinterest, and then it's just like adding to the work that we have to do. Oh, boy. Because these accounts, they make it look like it's it's so easy, right? Like you can do this in, what, well, in 30 seconds according to the account, right? right? Because they, yeah. they just show up bits and pieces of the job, and then yep. it all comes together, and you're like, wow, that didn't look too hard. Oh, yeah. Right? So... I'm like, no, we can't. Like, Never really thought about that before. But yeah, those were some unrealistic expectations. Look, it's so easy yeah. for these people. And they cut out all the swearing and blood, sweat, and tears. And <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Oh, that's magical. Like she said to me the other day, she's like, I think I want built-ins around the fireplace. Mm. And I was like, okay, that is something I can do, but it's going to take a while. Yeah. And if you want to do it properly and, and, and for it to look good, it's going to take a little while. Like it's this is not a two-hour afternoon project. Like this is going to. But the Pinterest fairies, Beckler, oh. make it look like you can do it right away. Just summon the Pinterest fairies to do it for you. You know. <laughs> this all started, I think, with the home improvement shows. Yeah. But then Pinterest and TikTok have taken those projects, which were like half hour, an hour long, and pared them down to like thirty seconds. Yeah. And I've made these types of videos too, where you show like project yeah. come together, but it really kind of obscures how much work goes into certain things. It's true. Right? So... Yeah, if you don't have knowledge of the process yourself, you look at that, you're like, oh, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. Those home improvement shows, you know, like, they were all the same where the homeowner would come in with a sledgehammer and, like, yep. knock into a wall, giggling, and then the contractors were like, all right, get the hell out of here. We, yep. <laughs> we got lots of work totally. to do now. You see that, get and then here. five minutes later, it's done. You're like, well, that's Beautiful. easy. Well, no, all you have to do easy. is hit a wall with a sledgehammer, and magically <laughs> everything works for you. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Here's a question for you. When did we start smiling in photos? Like, when did we decide that that was the standard facial expression for photographs? Because if you look at early photos, no one smiles, right? Everybody is always very serious, even as recently as our grandparents. Like, if you look back on those photos, a lot less smiling is happening. I actually know the answer to this. Oh, okay. And it has to do with photographic technology. Mm. Because you used to have to pose for so long. That makes sense. For them to capture the photo. And that's why if anyone moves a little bit, they look like a ghost in the photo. But that was like fairly early on, whereas it still kind of continued for quite some time as technology became a lot more efficient. And I think it was maybe a relic of that time hmm. because people were used to not smiling because you can't hold a smile for like the minute that it takes for right. them to, to get the exposure. Hmm. But then, you know, the next generation didn't smile either. And then maybe eventually we started like we started taking photos at like moments of happiness and celebration and not just like to document two immigrants who were forced into an arranged marriage. You yeah. Know, like. yeah. I was wondering if it had something to do with, with dental care as well, because oral health back then was not good. So could be you would have had rotten teeth or some people would have no teeth. And then if you tried to smile, it'd be straight gum, which is creepy. And could be that too. But then I was like, well, everybody was kind of in that together. So would you be self-conscious? Cause right. you all had rotten teeth all at once. Right. Not like this guy had braces and this guy didn't. Yeah. 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 But then as, Dental care improved, though. Then people were like, Lenny's, Lenny's, chicklet. <laughs> I got going here. Yeah, you like this? That's way better than yours. Smiling. Yeah, you see these right there. That's yeah. the sound of a smile. That is. Mm. That's a, well, or a poop, one of the two. <laughs>
<laughs> Sounds very similar. Those two are interchangeable. Very close. <laughs> yes. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A bit of podcast housekeeping here, if we can. A bit of housekeeping for the PissCast. Uh, I got a message saying that May 5th's episode was missing. I had just labeled it incorrectly. I labeled it as like February 2nd or something. I don't know why. Someone must have been talking to me while I was typing and... Random. Didn't, didn't realize. You're talking about something that happened in February. And then, <laughs> yeah, you ever do so. that where you're like thinking and then you like are typing out what you're, you're like, nope, that's wrong. Nope. Yep. So that's probably what happened okay, there. Well. Uh, so the episode should be there and it should be labeled correctly if you were looking. Uh, we also got a podcast review. This is our first ever not five star podcast oh, review, Sean. Oh, good. Okay. This is a two star podcast oh, review. Oh, damn. Okay. And it's titled, Episodes Are Not Working. I subscribe to the podcast, however, I am unable to listen to any of the episodes because every time I click on them, they do not play and I do not know why. Please fix this. Two stars. Okay. Well, so not about the podcast well, itself? I was gearing up for some hate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was kind of a letdown, hey? Yeah. yeah. I mean, thank you. That's good. I get a little nervous when you're like, oh, it's too... I'm like, uh-oh. Whoa. I also love that it was a two-star review. Like... He still gives two stars for not being able to hear anything. Okay, so we start two stars. That is the floor. If we hear silence, we it's two stars. What do you have to do to get one That's star? That's amazing. Like, Jeez. Be actively offensive. Just really annoying sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, a one that's star. Right good. now, nothing is due. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, also, I was a guest recently on another podcast called Talent Talk. Right. Um, and it's hosted by a guy in Calgary here named Gary McLean. And he normally interviews actors and stuff, people involved with the, the film and TV industry around here. So by talking to me, he was really stretching the definition of talent, I think. But uh, no, he, that's awesome. Gary and I talked for about 45 minutes and he you know, just kind of wanted to know all about the, the inner workings of radio and stuff. And for sure. So if that's something that kind of interests you, a bit of a behind the curtains peek at what Shauna and I do here in the mornings. Uh, you just search Talent Talk wherever you get your podcasts. And I think I was the second most recent episode. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Beckler, Shauna. Hello. Today's is outlandish too. Real outlandish. Okay. We got a text uh, from a friend of the show, Nate. It's a winter tire conspiracy. Oh, damn. Uh, so as you probably know, yesterday's weather was... Really wild. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was wild by Calgary standards. Even I think. Yep. The fact that there was it, a lot of snow on the ground in the morning. In some parts of the city, right? Other parts were fine, and then it turned into like a pretty nice day as the day went on. I did. So here's Nate's theory. He says that Big Rubber, the big tire manufacturers, <laughs> must be working with the Harp array of satellites up in Alaska to manipulate the weather and discourage us from taking our winter tires off too early. Thus causing premature wear. Whoa. But I mean, are your your summer tires are also rubber. So they when you are. take the winter ones off, then you put the summer ones on, which is still using rubber. Here's the thing, though. When you leave your winter tires on after the temperature it climbs too high, you start to wear them prematurely because it is a softer right. rubber compound. Yeah. So, I mean, ideally, mm. as soon as the temperatures got over, like, what, seven degrees regularly yeah. you would take your winter tires off and be done with it but here in calgary we can't do that because i mean we can have a 20 de degree day and then it can dump snow the next day right so even though even though we're into mid-may it's still a little bit risky to take your winter tires off as we saw yesterday yeah so i always wait till the last snowboard hill shuts down so the last mountain when it shuts that's when i take mine off right because that's you're still going right up till 
yeah, the end of the so season. It's but always I mean, May long. Here in the city, we shouldn't need our winter tires on in mid-May. Well, and yet we do because geez. Bridgestone, Firestone, Pirelli, of course, big rubber. Michelin. They want you to prematurely rub those tires off. They do. And mm-hmm. they're working with the... Man, the, the, that Harp array of satellites is, is such an interesting... There's so many conspiracies tied to that. Oh, yeah. And it, the fact that it's like out in the bush in Alaska, and they're like researching things in the ionosphere with all these big satellites. It and is a, a bit military, spooky. It is super spooky. Yeah. Like, I don't really understand what's going on up there. No, but, I don't think anybody does, which is what adds eh. to the element of conspiracy. And you know, yeah, for sure. You this can, is you what they're doing. You understand why people look at that and they're like, I don't know if I trust this. Yeah, they're working with big rubber they and are. prematurely rubbing they're our wearing. tires off. <laughs> That's what they're doing. On the plausibility scale, Sean, how many cars that run on water out of 10 does this one get? You know, I'm, I'm going to give this one, I think, 12. I think well, that's fair. That's fair. It's you a know, bit of a long shot. It's fun. A little outlandish. Fun, Lots though. Lots of fun. For sure. So it gets a bonus point for that. Yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So we occasionally do this segment that we call Who's to Blame, where I act as kind of a mediator between you and your wife, McKenna. And Normally, yes. There is some yeah. sort of thing that's going on where you guys have a disagreement and I have to try and figure out who is to blame. Who's to blame? Who's oh, to who's blame? to blame? And you Won't sing you it. tell us who's to blame? Which is a great song that you sing when we when we do this segment, although I was on the weekend listening to a song that would be perfect for this segment. Okay. And I thought I would that, provide it to you. Do you remember? What? Yeah. That song is the, that I sing is to the tune of First of May by Jonathan Colton. I don't okay. know if you know that song. No, but I it's don't. It's about how when spring comes, you can start banging outside. Oh, okay. So. Beautiful. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. Well, this is another one that works, okay. and this is a song that you'll know. And I just I was listening to the lyrics. I'm like, this is perfect for this. Do you know this song? Just wait for it. So he just sings that right, right there. I don't know the song. Who's oh, it by? Oh, it's Robert DeLong. Sorry. Oh, I it, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. My Own Worst Enemy by Robert DeLong. Uh, sorry about that. But yes, it, the whole song, really, the lyrics are all quite fitting for this whole thing. Like, here's... So it's funny because he's kind of talking about how, you know, he's... He's trying to change, trying to be better, and then he's asking who's to blame. So I was like, every time I hear that song, who's to blame, he says over and over, and it's perfect. Perfect for the segment. It is. Do you have a who's to blame segment for today or no? I don't really. We had a spat yesterday, McKenna Uh and I, but I know who's to blame. So so we don't need to mediate then? She was at work. She's to blame. And Bo was in the bath, and then him and Brigham were trying to make toilet paper balls in the bathtub, Uh and there was just toilet paper... Oh, God. All over the bathtub, and I was trying to prep the show, and I was—I got really mad at them. And she walked in as I was chewing them out. Uh-oh. And I understand walking, coming home from work to that right. is not nice. Fair. It's also not nice to have to fish out toilet paper from the bathtub. No. But we often fight because, like, if I get too angry, she will take the kids' side. Right. And I'm like, no, we need to be a united front here. Mm-hmm. Like, we can talk about it after. Yep. But. Facing the kids, we need to be like on the same page here. This is true. So, yeah, yeah, and that's okay. That's- so, McKenna, okay. DNS in 20 minutes or less. Came across this video yesterday of a girl who uh, said she lives on the ground floor of a condo building in downtown Calgary. And uh, it has this nice big patio, 
but people on the floors above keep throwing their dog poop down onto it. Okay. Because she's on the ground floor, so it sticks out a little. Yeah. And it's like my patio. Just, yeah. Do you ever find dog poop? Thank on your... the Lord, not. And if I did, that would end real soon. I was like, "What the hell? What Who is wrong does that? with you? Who does that? Honestly, like you live in a high rise, and your dog craps either in in the apartment or on your balcony or whatever, and you just you just cast it into the night. You just fired it over the rail. That is what do you what think is that's going to honestly wrong someone? with people? What do you? Oh my lordy! Boy. I don't know. That is. I read through the con the comments and she said she's taken it to the condo board, but they haven't done anything about it. She said occasionally they'll send a cleaner, but they haven't like stopped it from happening. It was I should just say the name of the building. It's the Up Ten building. Because she said she said it where where it was. It's so, so funny that you say that. I was just looking at that building. It looks really nice. That's to discouraging. I don't get a ground floor unit, I guess. Apparently poop will rain that down is from the ridiculous. Heavens. Like what what makes you think that's a good thing to do? I, yeah, I mean what? to blame the building, it's not even necessarily the building's fault it's no, the people, it's the who, live people above. who live there animals think that that's a good thing to do what is wrong animals. with you honestly oh I, I, the, someone else in the comments said that if you if you live on the ground floor you'll find like dart butts and bottle caps and stuff down and i wonder like you know if some of that blows off from mm, up higher maybe or if people are th- i mean that's to throw a dart butt off of your balcony is also, also kind of dangerous good, right yeah, you start a fire don't do that so, no no i really hope it just kind of blows off and it's not someone throwing it out over as, there. I mean, as funny as it would be to see poop hit the ground from like 30 stories up, it'd be pretty funny. I yeah. get it. But I mean, as long as you're there. not anywhere near it yeah. and it's not exploding on you. On someone's patio that they're trying yeah. to enjoy. I couldn't believe that. Oh, boy. Couldn't believe that. Nope. Greasy. Super greasy. No. Nope. Don't Mm-mm. fire poop off the off the balcony. No this balcony crap, okay? BNS in 20 minutes or less. So my mom is a violinist. She uh, She's in an orchestra. And when I was back home a couple weeks ago, I actually got to check out her orchestra. They had a concert when I was there, which was awesome because it's funny. Growing up, we always went, of course, to my mom's concerts. But mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been in so long that it was really fun to be able to see them again. I actually got a little clip for you just to brag about my mom a little bit here. Uh, you're not supposed to film, and obviously, in these types of things. So this is very brief, but just to give you an idea. Oh, sorry. part of that string ensemble oh she is yeah yeah all of it but of course yeah you can't cool. individually Very hear her, cool. but damn they sound good were yeah, you proud i'm super proud good. it's funny as a kid when you when you get to that like as a kid watching her it was like oh this is long i want to go play with my friends yeah. right and then as you get older you're like this is awesome <laughs> that's my mom this is my mom right there <laughs> my mom yeah uh but it was funny because after we went out for dinner with some of her bandmates and they were all chatting about how they want to get younger people out to the symphony and they were really struggling with that because they're like, oh, most of our audience, I don't know if you realize, but a lot of them are pretty old. So we're trying yeah. to figure out how to, you know, transfer this to a younger audience. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, that is a tough thing to do because, uh, I mean, classical music isn't something that a lot of younger people listen to, right? No. 
No, that would be a tougher sell for younger people for sure. But I mean, the the symphony here does a great job with it. And that's with, what I was telling them. With some of the uh like the you know, the different movie scores that they perform or like the you know, the video game songs and stuff. Yeah. Right? Like they did Harry Potter where they did the whole soundtrack live while they yeah. played oh, the movie, that's cool. right? That's Which really is cool. Amazing. And I was like that type of thing. Or I had friends who are big Queen fans and they had mm-hmm. a big tribute concert to Queen and they went to that and they loved it. They said it was absolutely awesome. So I was saying like that kind of thing probably helps because stuff that we recognize i mean star wars right like yeah if you oh, ever yeah. play that kind of stuff and and let them know because a lot of orchestras will play stuff that you do recognize but you don't know that you know a lot of the time the concert will be called something and and it'll just be a, a mismatch of different things and they won't necessarily tell you like yeah but you're gonna hear a lot of stuff you know and you love too just because they're such famous songs yeah so yeah it's um, a battle. My knowledge of classical music is, or orchestral music, I should say, is basically just the film scores from Lord of the Rings yep. by Howard Shore, which I've listened to so many times. Oh, yeah. And that but, always does well, right? Lord yeah. of the Rings and, and those those soundtracks to famous movies will definitely be a thing as well. But yeah, I was like, that's tough. Like, how else do you bring people out? I mean, those specialty nights are a great start, though. And Calgary has done, as you said, an incredible job because... Is it, it the Calgary Philharmonic that does it? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, Calgary Philharmonic. And they, um, it, yeah, it's cool to hear when all of your friends are like, yeah, I went to the symphony on a Friday night. And you're like, what? And I, I think that's cool. As somebody who also was in an orchestra, and it's neat to see that there are some people who are younger going, but we need to keep that going. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I don't know if you heard this clip or not, Shauna, but uh, after your Leafs lost in game four to the Lightning... Mm. Uh, seven, seven, three was the final score on that one. Um, Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, sorry. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's important to this clip. It's not though. Um, <laughs> head coach Sheldon Keefe was facing the media, and a reporter asked, "I'll play the clip for you. I don't know how well you can hear it, but so, why would you start your worst defenseman in a building knowing it's going to be this loud and Who's our worst defenseman? That's the whole opinion the clip is awful i'm sorry but he says why would you start your worst defenseman in a building that you knew was going to be this loud and crazy mm-hmm. uh and keith says who's our worst defenseman and the reporter says justin hole and he oh, keeps says that's your that's your opinion yeah um but i guess like i didn't see the game but on the opening face off tampa scored mm-hmm. after justin hole screened the goalie yeah. um so like, that is a very direct question it isn't sure it? is like, yeah yeah that's what do you uh, want me to say <laughs> like i know Jeez. How, anyway, you answer that question, you're going to like either confirm that you think he's the worst defenseman, but... Yeah, you can't do that. Not as a coach, you can't. No. It's and, a team. <laughs> you can't just was, throw one guy under the bus like, oh, our worst guy on the team is this guy. I was reading through the comments that a lot of Leafs do feel that Justin Hole is the worst defenseman on the team, but... Again, though, as a... As, as a coach. As a coach. What do you say? And as mm-hmm. a reporter, I mean, ballsy to ask that no question. No kidding. And then... Got some goof of a reporter hassling the coach of the Leafs, Sheldon Keefe, good Canadian, get out of Brampton, Ontario. Don, Don, be careful what you say here. Oh yeah, Justin Hall's a bit of a dud back there on the blue line, but he's still a Leaf, which is more than you could say about this reporter and everything like that. It's rare I side with you, Don, but it was a little insensitive on his part. Listen, there's two best kinds of people in the world, hockey players and the troops. Support them both or you can go back to wherever you came from. Let's go. BNS in 20 minutes or less. There are a ton of articles recently on how bad our posture as a collective society has become now mm. that 
lot of us are working from home and we're working, you know, from our couches and we're slouched over and we don't have the proper chairs and all that kind of thing. So interesting. Yeah. Probably always already wasn't great to begin with. No. Nope. If you were working in an office. Nope. And then it's even worse now. Take away the proper ergonomic chairs and desks. Yeah. And a lot of people, we're, you know, were focusing on that before the pandemic, right? Where you saw a lot of people getting better chairs and desks and the standing desks mm-hmm. and stuff because people were trying to help with the posture. Then we started working from home. Not so much anymore. I was thinking about this and I was like, well, Beckler, maybe you and I can help with this because correct posture is very important, Hugely right? Hugely important. Yeah. You and don't I don't, I do not have very good posture. I don't either. And I find it's bad too because, you know, we'll be here and we're kind of sitting and hunched over and then I'll go home and when I do work at home, I sit on the couch and I'm, I'm hunched over yep. and I'm like, this is just not good. It's not good at all. So maybe you and I could. You want to make posture sexy? sexy. Ooh. You're so erect. Coming out swinging. Oh, oh, it's a little curved. Don't worry, I can straighten that up. Mm. Yeah, you might want to try a slight pelvic tilt. <laughs> Lay back. Let me release some tension for you. Mm. Then maybe we can relieve some of the pressure from your coccyx. Oh, it's a little stiff. That's because I've been bent over for so long. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> that one was right. Oh, wasn't that it? Was... You've been listening to the Beyond S and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.